Okay, welcome to this episode of the Making Stuff Better podcast. Um, we are very pleased to have uh, Claire Irvin from the East Leeds Project with us for this episode, um, which is a visual arts organisation based in Gipton in Leeds. So welcome, Claire. Thank you for joining. Thank you very much. Thank you. I'm very excited to be here. <laughs> good, good. Um, so, so first of all, uh, could you tell us a little bit about you and your role um, within the East Leeds Project, please? So my name is Claire Irving. I am the Communities Director of the East Leeds Project. I co-direct the project with um, Kerry Harker, who um, founded the East Leeds Project, and we created the company together a couple of years ago in 2019, which feels a long time ago. Yeah. Um, and we, our aim is to um, create um, art as a social value in the area. Now, the, the reason why we're doing it in Gipton is because Kerry and I both have lived in Gipton and Hare Hills in the ward for 20 plus years. And although we are both from um, contemporary arts um, uh, backgrounds, we have never um, really experienced um, the kind of work that we like doing in our own area. It is, um, it is bereft of certain things. So I think um, Kerry helps, well, Kerry uh, was one of the co-directors um, who set up the Tetley. I was the chair of East Street, East Street Arts. You know, I've, um, we together we have done a lot of buildings projects. Um, I come from a performance art background. Kerry comes from a fine art background. And we've known each other for a long time. Um, but the idea of having something, you know, 10 minutes walk away from where you live was just, and it wasn't happening. So from a conversation that Kerry and I, where we bumped into each other, we both kind of said, well, I sort of said, I, I would really love to be, you know, part of this conversation with you. And we continued our journey together, set up the company. And the first project that we um, decided we'd like to do um, is um, have a maker space in East Leeds because, which is an East Leeds pavilion. That's what we asked, that's our first project. So the first thing we had to do is, because um, we know loads of artists that live in East Leeds, but we didn't know any um, who were, who had um, artist studios in East Leeds and that is because there aren't any. Um, okay. So we did a survey um, which is still on our website, actually, which our website is in in the process of having a new dress put on it. Um, it's, it's getting a bit zhuzhy, um, so that should launch again quite soon. Um, but uh, a lot of the artists we knew, they had to travel into town mm-hmm. to hire a space. And, and that comes with an awful lot of interesting things. So if you're a woman going on your own, you had to think about when you came back. Um, because of traveling somewhere on your own in it to an area that you had to go through that you didn't live in um, if you um, don't have much money then you know all the studio spaces in the city center are expensive yeah. and it comes with city center living yeah but more than that it, it it's why could we not have something in east leeds that is for people of east leeds that you know east leeds has a huge wonderful rich history um, of uh, all kinds of people, all kinds of artists, all kinds of thinkers, all sorts of people that have come from that. But it, it's it's got itself a little bit of a reputation that actually is is it doesn't deserve. Yeah. So we wanted to flip that around and say, okay, we did a survey. 
um, we heard from a lot of artists and we asked them, would you be interested in a, a maker space? Um, and 99.9% and of people said yes. There was one person that said, oh, I don't think we need that. Right. Um, but that's always very good because it means that, that you come together and go, well, you're wrong. You know, <laughs> whereas if everybody has the same, if everybody agrees that there's no dissent and then you fight between yourselves, don't you? But if there's some dissenting voice, you can collaborate together and go, well, you see, that's why yeah. we're working together and not with you. Um, but um, so, so that was the first thing that we did. And we realized there was a huge need and desire for not just to have a space to work in, but to work with other artists, to collaborate. Yeah. And that doesn't mean to say collaborate just on your piece of work, but collaborate in terms of a life collaboration. Mm -hmm. You know, as, art, as visual artists, um, we spend a lot of time on our own, um, as do writers actually. Um, a, a lot of contemporary artists do do that. There isn't that kind of um, forced collaboration where there is with opera and theatre, where you know a lot of people make work on them by the, um, with others and all the things that come along with that. Um, but it, so it wasn't just about um, making work together, but it was about having a conversation about work, learning other skills from other people, sharing tools because mm -hmm. tools are expensive. Yeah. But if we had a maker space where we could bring all those things together. And it became a part of a community that was bigger than the individual elements of itself. Yeah. Um, that's what we kind of started to do. And, and, and we felt that it wasn't something that should be the, uh, the East Leeds project. We should just be a facilitator, but it, it should be, as we are part of the community, a community asset that is um, run and, and made positive and has a legacy of it being owned and grown by the community yeah. so there's a sense of ownership there I like so, that. owned and grown by the local community and I, I, I love that yeah um, and just going back to to something you said about the the aims of this project was to create art as social value so yeah. can you just tell us a bit more about what you mean by by art as social value well so often people say oh I'm not an artist or oh I don't go to galleries or, oh, no, 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 that's not for me. Um, because we have created this distinction between walking through a door and, and being a certain way to look at pieces of work and what is around us. And actually, what is around us is art. Mm -hmm. it's, everything is designed. Everything is created. You know, we have our, wherever we live, whatever we have, we have our bits and bobs around us. Yeah. You know, we make you know, we may make food, we may make turned wood, we may make everything in between. You know, we are makers. Mm -hmm. as, as, a, as an entity, we are makers, we are creators. And um, if, you, if you take art and put it on a pedestal, what you're doing is saying not everybody is worth that. If you create that and embed it into a community and, says it, and, and uh, talk about it having a value for us all, you know, whether we engage with it or whether we're just happy to sit with it or sit on it or, you know, look at it or, or be part of it, then that that resonates for us all. So it, it makes the community feel as though they have an ownership of what things around them look like and how it feels to be part of that. That doesn't that doesn't mean to say that you can't have exhibition spaces, that you can't kind of like have theatre spaces. 
but it shouldn't just be about that. It should yeah. have um, a community should be able to make those decisions about what they have around them and how they grow within that and not have to take a bus to go somewhere to go through a door where you don't where the rules aren't written out about how you engage with that space until you make some mistake and somebody says, no, 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 we, we mustn't eat in the theatre or, you know, don't touch the art or there's all these do not, do not, do not do this, do not walk here, do not have that, yeah. you know. To have an art as a social value, which is about relishing what you have and what you can create and yeah. inviting other artists from you know of where you live or nationally or internationally to come and be part of that conversation with you um chosen by you is is it shouldn't be a privilege it should be part and parcel of mm. how we are as in the 21st century for goodness sake yeah. you know it should be an element of who and how we are yeah yeah so so where do you stand so where do you stand on architecture as being art? Because I know, so I'm relatively active on Twitter and and looking at Instagram. There, there are hashtags. Um, one hashtag is hashtag look up leads. So when you're walking around, let's say you're walking around the city centre or any city centre for that matter, if you look up away from the sort of the facade, the lower facade of a shop, the architecture often above you know above ground level is stunning and and certainly in Leeds there is some amazing buildings I mean there's some pretty rubbish ones as well but you know to be able to look up you know it also lifts your chin up and that's a, a lesson for life as well so where do you stand on on sort of appreciating buildings do you do you, a buildings art or 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 is it just all in the mix for me um, I, I love architecture. I love it. I love all kinds of it. You know, um, I love the court and steel thing of the broadcasting house. Mm. I absolutely adore the way that changes depending on the light. I also love Park Square. I love those um, Moorish tiled buildings. You know, I love it all um, because I think it tells a story. It tells a story of who we were and where we are. It, it You know, it's like all art. All art is a form of, for me, storytelling it, it, it either captures a moment in time or it takes you on a journey but either way it, it is a moment or of whatever of of who we are in as a more in-depth than just black and white so for me architecture is part of that mm -hmm. I mean one of the things that we're doing is uh, uh, with the East Leeds project is one of one of our partners is Irena Bauman who um, was the founder of Bauman Lions um, and um, one of the founders of Biomine Lions. And she definitely sees architecture as a social value. This idea that, you know, it should, they have created Biomine Lions, this beautiful system, which is a modular system um, that can be built on a CNC router um, where um, a community can build a house. Mm -hmm. um, and one of the things in our options appraisal for the East Leeds Pavilion is looking at whether we use that mass bespoke it's called because it means our community could actually build the pavilion themselves. Okay. Um, and I suppose it, that that get gets increased ownership from exactly. the community because they've built it themselves. It's not exactly. just been someone else has built it for them, and it's like, oh, there's a thing there now. But actually, yeah. that 
that ownership is is important. Um, Irena describes it as being a beautiful shed, you know, and, and what's also lovely about it is that you can add to it. So if the community desires something else to have happen with the pavilion, then we can build onto it. Right. But I, I mean, I think, um, I mean, I, I live at, uh, on the border of Gipton and Hale, so um, I, there's a real mixture of houses, a lot of back-to-back -back houses, a lot of semi-detached houses, houses with gardens, houses without gardens. And the, the detail of the Victorian builders was just sublime. Yeah. You know, the, the way that, that over the arches of, of, of doors and stuff, they just use this beautiful brickwork. Mm -hmm. It's just, and, and that, you know, a lot of the pottery came from Eastleys, Bermontoff's pottery is a renowned style of pottery. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of clay-based land in Eastleys. Um, so we want to go back to that because that's about making as well, you know. That's about relishing what, what what was already here. Yeah. You know that we have. Yeah. So. so nice. But yeah. Good. Excellent. <laughs> so, so in terms of so this is a making stuff better podcast, and it's you know we're exploring um, health and well-being, so not just statutory organisations. So that that whole. Yeah, the the whole approach to to health and well being. So, from your perspective, where do the arts fit in? Why are they important to to people's health and well being? Not just in Gipton, but but in across the whole of Leeds. Well, if I take you on a tiny little journey, if you say you're somebody who who is has life has not come out the way you thought it might be and you are struggling and you're invited to have a conversation around a table to talk about yourself and why life has not turned out the way you thought it could be and, and the implications of that. Mm -hmm. Some people can do that, but if you're taken to a, if, if somebody comes to you and says, God, oh, can you just give me a hand with this? I just need to, if you, if you could just sew this bit or if you could just, you know, put these bits together, uh, we're, we're actually going to make this but um and and you focus on that it's like almost like as well as cooking you know if you, if you can just give me a hand chopping those vegetables and we're just going to make a cake or we're just going to make a dinner or whatever you start to have a conversation mm -hmm. where there is no um there's no weight upon the person who is struggling to speak it just starts as a conversation and that conversation you can if you if you if, if you're able to, which most people who are the maker or who are teaching the maker can do, you can weave into the conversation certain questions that that yeah. other person can answer without feeling obliged, without feeling pressure, mm -hmm. without feeling the notion that, um, oh, I might say the wrong thing. Because mm -hmm. what you're doing is you're constantly referring back to, so you say, so how was yesterday? Oh, actually, what you need to do is if you can just, if we put these two bits together like that. So, yeah, how, how was yesterday? You know, and that other person said, well, yesterday um, um, was okay, actually. You know, I, it was all right. I was, and, oh, you say, that's really good. What made it really good? You know, oh, God, that's great what you've just made there. So you're constantly kind of like working it together. The, the, the pressure is taken off. Yeah. But what you get at the end of it is a sense of achievement because you've made something. Yeah, and do, so do you think so? As a as a 
byproduct of making something and having those conversations, you've also built a relationship with that person. Those two, let's say two people or a group of people now have a different relationship and a different connection. That's right. And they also have a shared experience. Yeah. And it's a shared positive experience. So the beautiful thing about making, about art, about creating, is that if you go on that journey, you have that lovely shared experience where you start, you you complete a task, which is a positive thing in itself, and you you come out with le- having learned something as well. Mm. And it's a lovely journey rather than having to sit there and worry about whether you're saying the right thing, worry about, because a lot of people who are, whose lives have not gone in the direction they thought they would already feel rubbish. Yeah. You know, they already, they are, if, if, uh, there's so many people that I've met who, um, you know, when they go to the DSS because they haven't got a job because of all these sorts of things, they're made to feel second, like a second class citizen from the get go because of the language, because of the infrastructure, not because of the people that are talking to them necessarily, but just, you know, historically. Whereas when you're making something, there is nothing but a positive outcome that comes from that. Yeah. Um, even if it doesn't turn out like you thought it would. You have made something and you've learned something and you can go away. And and there is nobody that I've done any kind of making with in the 30 years that I've, you know, worked with people and created things with people where they've gone, oh, God, that was awful. Because you're constantly talking about it. You're constantly realigning that expectation, Mm. you know. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. So. So maybe moving on to talk about um, one of the specific projects that you guys are involved with, with which is this kiosk project. Yeah. So so we've talked a bit about this makerspace, which hopefully segues nicely into this into kiosk. So can you tell us a bit more about what kiosk is and yeah, and and and, and what you've noticed as a result of it? Well, the beautiful thing about Kiosk is Kiosk was part and parcel of our research and development for the makerspace. So um, we were, we've been working with a lovely artist called Emma Hardacre. And um, she designed Kiosk, which is once again a modular mobile. Um, it, it looks a bit like, um, do you remember those old fashioned sweetie kind of push trolley things yeah, with a little yeah. kind of thing? It's a bit like that. So you can push it around and it opens out and the artist can make with whoever is there. So it can be in a setting of um, somewhere that's booked or it can be a one-off kind of festival or a fair or it can go into um, somebody's front garden or it can go into a block of flats. But um, a kiosk is the stepping stone for conversation. So it's exactly what I've spoken about. But with us, the kiosk, it meant that we could continue the conversation about what pe- our community is interested about in a makerspace. So we we don't really use the word consultation because it has that idea. Consultation means you go in, you talk, you come out. Yeah. Conversation means that you're constantly you're you're constantly having the conversation, you know, in different formats. It's an ongoing um thing which is what we wanted kiosk to be mm-hmm. um so it's 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 just in its infancy it's already we're already having thinking about it having its own um twitter account and that sort of thing Excellent. um but it, it, it's it's 
it, it isn't confrontational. That's the thing about kiosk. It is something that says welcome. Emma has done it from um, the idea of a kiosk um, is um, a kind of Persian idea, really, you know, that these movable kind of things, I'm sure you've seen them, you know, in marketplaces and all that sort of thing. This is just one for art and artists. So um, various different artists will utilise the kiosk to make something with a group of people and continue a conversation. Now, that conversation could be um, as a stepping stone for health, yeah. Um, which is why we started talking to the local care partnerships, um, because um, we felt it would be a really lovely thing to um, to have as, um, as as something as a go between for the conversation. As I explained before, instead of sitting around a table, you could invite kiosk and the artist and then have somebody from your care partnership to very gently have conversations with that group without it feeling too formal and yeah. once again coming out with something to be made uh, but it meant for us as well that we could continue the conversation about how people make because everybody makes actually yeah. and that feeds into our East Seed Pavilion idea of you know being able to explain to people about the pavilion and that it would be for everybody it's a welcome space for all that it's USP it's unique selling point is that you can make there yeah. I mean, I think one of one of the other things that we're really keen on with the pavilion that we can also talk through kiosk about is that it's there is something there where you can borrow. So it's like a um, a library of things. So okay. you can borrow tools and you can borrow other things. So it's about also saying that. But I think the other thing is for us, for artists, um, we can we can start to get a group of artists that work with kiosk in different situations um, and be able to grow as artists but also be able to use kiosk to make things and then maybe sell those bits and pieces, you know. So it, be, it has many, many different facets to it, really. But its main aim is a starting point for conversation. It's yeah. that stepping stone, if you like, yeah. um, to community who otherwise, you know, if you invited them to a gallery, nobody would come. Or no. the, it would be the usual suspect a lot of the time. And those that, who feel comfortable, you know. Yeah. And I suppose you've got to make the effort to find a gallery and to yeah. go to a gallery and walk through the door whereas yeah. from what I'm hearing kiosk could be in your front garden it it exactly. comes to you and we've yeah. we've seen bringing the creating the conditions in the community where people hang out yeah. to break down those accessibility barriers that just yeah. You know, you, you've got rid of all of that in, in, in one fold swoop, haven't you? Well, you have. Billy. Sorry, there's the dog again. I do apologise. <laughs> um, I, think, I think the other thing is, is that um, you also get to engage, if, if I can use that word, um, with people who wouldn't come in to the medical centre, who wouldn't ask for help if they're struggling, because they're, they're trying to walk it off or they're trying to just sit in their front garden, or they're just sitting on the corner, you know? Whereas if the kiosk is just in the in the bit of green near your house, you might just have to walk past it because you're getting a bottle of milk or, you know, it, so it's... And sorry. I suppose it's it's there, 
and it looks different and yeah. it creates that oh what's that I'm gonna have a wander yeah. over and and you know I suppose some people will stand back and just observe for a while and then they might move on to go and get their paper or a bottle of milk and they might come back and have another look but so and that and they might then go home and I suppose that's that's also fine but then some people will go oh this is really interesting right I'm gonna I'm gonna dive into this um but yeah so taking the taking the stuff to the to the communities is really exactly. really interesting but it's with, without any owner to yeah. engage as you say but if you would like to it's there because yeah. I, I think the other thing that we we are really keen on is this idea that these things take time you can't just put something in one week and then think oh why hasn't everything changed it's been yeah. there a whole week you know yeah. surely yeah. It, it, it's that slow growth of conversation which is why consultations for us don't truly work because mm. it, it, it you can't change things and, and quite frankly a lot of us have been surveyed to the cows come home really haven't we without yeah. really seeing any benefits of that yeah whereas if yeah. you see kiosk um and it goes into i don't know your your block of flats the community space in your block of flats and you have a conversation and then somebody says oh we'd like it back and we'll say oh okay then we'll come back you know it's that sort of thing and the block of flats starts to hear about it so maybe you put something out saying we're back again tuesday anybody wants to come in you know so it, it's it's much more organic in that kind of way really yeah um and i suppose people might not uh, identify as an artist they might just be a, just a person and and the the fact that you're there that you've taken the time to bring all these materials and the conditions to them that might just give them the the the, the spurt that they need to go oh yeah actually I can do this and mm -hmm. and for them to engage and then to think oh yes I do have a I am really good at chalking pavements or, <laughs> or, or 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 whatever it might be they're just you know I suppose are you realizing the potential in people as well well there, there is always that possibility you know sometimes people just need overseeing guidance don't they you know they go oh I'd like to have a go at that but I'm not very good and you know as an artist you can facilitate that and say well you know yeah. let me just show you how to do it and then if it don't worry it doesn't matter if you go wrong yeah. but I think also for older people the thing about the beautiful thing about kiosk as well is that if it could go into care homes for example yeah. and it gives a focus for people who you know with a, brings an artist to it so you're so it's not just about having the people who have so much to do in care homes anyway going right come on then let's all make pom-poms you know so but you it, it has a dedicated kind of feel to it yeah so it also allows people to feel as though they're being cared for in the wider term as well you know yeah um and 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 cherished i think it's I love that word because we you know as a society we have the option to cherish if yeah. we would like to and and art allows that especially kiosk allows that to happen in the most gentle of ways yeah. it's not it's not a full-on intrusive kind of you will do this you will have this is you know it doesn't do that mm. and and I think that's what we love about it really yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so have you noticed? So, you, you say that it's quite a, it's quite a new, a new idea that that that's on its way. So, 
have has it been has it been released into the wild in a in in a, in a test environment and and if it has what what have you noticed about i don't know the people that are that are engaging any changes in those people or or even the changes in you guys who are then experiencing well, people I have to say um, that its its first outing is the is the eleventh of July or Sunday the eleventh of July, which is the Gipton Gala. Okay. Um, so that's when it's that's when it will first come out, and that's when we'll find out the teething problems and all of that. But as we've talked to people about it, um, people light up, you okay. know, because they um, they can see the potential in what it could be. And, you know, this is just one. For myself and Kerry, we both kind of see it as something there could be many of. It's like, you know, one of those Russian babushka dolls. You have the big van that just just spills out the smaller one, the smaller one, the smaller one, or or whatever. But, you know, there could be adaptable kind of kiosks because the notion of bringing two people has become, for us, I think, within the conversations, much uh, more relevant because of the pandemic yeah um because people are frightened to go into town not everybody there are a lot of people very excited about it but there are some people who who are looking at at, at their community and going whoa where i just want to be here i don't want to i don't want to go anywhere else and for gipton there is very little mm-hmm. it is the the community that has had you know, I mean, it was created in the 1930s, Gipton, and it had this beautiful vision of circular kind of housing and an estate with picture windows and indoor toilets and gardens and the circular feel meant that all the kids could play outside and could be watched. There would be cinemas, there'd be, you know, there'd be shops, there'd be everything. And like so many other visions, because of one thing and another, um, it never came to fruition, all of that. And then uh, gradually over time in the 30s, then there was the Second World War and, you know, a lot of that, that kind of had an impact, especially on council. And it was just left. And then it got a reputation as being quite a, um, uh, a, an area that people um, wouldn't go to. Okay. So it was. Um, an area where there was a lot of burglary, where there was a lot of um, smashing of car windows, where, you know, because it had been left, but people had been left. Yeah. And things had been done to them mm-hmm. for so long by the time you will now do this. It's, yeah. you know, and, and nobody wants stuff doing to them, really. We want to do it together. We want to do it with each other, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so and and so I think, you know, for, for one reason and another, it has been sort of it is now the just about managing area, even though it's in the one top one percent of um, deprivation for children under 15. Um, it hasn't had the investment in it because it hasn't caused a problem in the last 20 years, whereas other areas have caused a problem. Yeah. And um, I mean, I am not. Um, a social scientist in that sort of way so I can't say you know I can't give you the bigger picture but what I do know is that they're embedded into Gipton is is a beautiful group of people that have actually been doing their own thing for quite a while but they haven't been cherished yeah as part of the city yeah and so it feels like the the work that you guys are doing is to just encourage and and, and facilitate and allow that that to 
that feeling of being cherished to flourish and to to become you know to flower um so so yeah. so from you from the kiosk and the pavilion you know creating these spaces for people to come together it's you know small changes add up into to mm. big changes so I, I can see i can see the potential um and it, i think the other thing is if if your voice is heard yeah then you feel as though you have a voice yeah if you say something and your voice is not heard eventually you don't you stop speaking absolutely yeah yeah you know and and that is an impact on people's health and well-being and i I don't care what anybody else says it is because you you we all need to feel as though we have value we all need to feel as though whether rightly or wrongly um, you know, our opinion counts, you yeah. know, and that we should be allowed to have a conversation about who we are and where we live. And um, if if that is taken away from you, you know, there's a lot of swearing that goes on and a lot of, uh, a lot of, you know, you can see it in, in areas where people aren't looked after. Yeah. You know, their area becomes less um, attractive because they've stopped caring. Yeah. And 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 I think that happens in health a lot. You know, there are certain people that just potter along, mm. don't really say what the matter is, feel worse and worse and worse. Nobody listens to them until it's too late. Yeah. 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 Really, really powerful stuff. Yeah. Really thought provoking. Thank you. So <laughs> on that note. Um, there's a lot to a lot to think about in what you've just said um so thank you very much um but i did i did and i preempted you with my uh what is your big question so so as we we come to the end of this particular episode um what what would your big question be to not just to the people of gipton but the people of leeds and and wider what's your big question um i think the thing that I always come back to is is to do with um, being kind, really. Um, and my big question is always that thing of, would you do to other people, would you want done to yourself what other people do to you? Yeah. And, and the question is, can we live like that? I try. I know we can't always. I try myself. To, to talk with people um, the way I would like to be spoken with and to do things. I always try and say hello to people because yeah. a hello is the most incredible word. Yeah. You know, if you spent a day just to everyone you saw saying hello to, their, their face changes. Yeah. You know, is it possible for us to rewire ourselves to not have that fear, but to have that openness? Yeah. I suppose is my question. And and I believe culture allows that to happen a lot more because mm-hmm. you are open, you are you're welcome. You know, if you do it right, you are welcomed with open arms and you are not judged. And that is for me and and Kerry for us as the East Leeds Project, it's one of the crucial things is we yeah. do not judge because who am I to say who you should be? You know. Yeah. Brilliant. 
thank you very much. We'll leave it there on that very thought provoking note. So thank you very much, Claire from the East Leeds project. You're very welcome. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. You have already found it, but please do like, subscribe and share. The podcast is available on a range of platforms, including Spotify, Apple Music and Google Podcasts. You might like to take a look at some of the stuff that local care partnerships are already involved with on the webpage www.inspiringchangeleads.org forward slash local hyphen care hyphen partnerships. Thank you.